All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Tonight's prospect, we're going to dive into cornerbacks. This is the first corner I've talked about, and what is probably a lot of people's cornerback one is Christian Gonzalez, cornerback from Oregon. He is six foot two, 200 pounds. He was a junior or a redshirt sophomore, whatever, last year. Um, my guest on, I'm really excited to bring on Tyler Fornes from the Vikings Wire and Fantasy Points. Tyler, how you doing tonight, man? Life is good. Um, we are. I'm excited to talk about this guy. He is a tremendous football player, and I, I think universally across the board, he's going to be liked by whatever defense you run. Right, yeah, he's very versatile. He does a lot of stuff well. You know, a lot of corners come out of college, and they're either good at zone or they're good at man. Mm-hmm. Most, not many are good at man, <laughs> but yeah, he, he kind of does. He's pretty versatile in both ways. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Real quick, we'll go into his background, his bio. He was a four-star recruit from The Colony. Is the name of the city? The Colony, Texas. Kind of a strange name for a, a city. But it's, it's Texas, called... I mean. <laughs> the Colony. Anyways, uh, he was class of 2020, originally committed to Colorado. He actually he played in 2021 for the Buffaloes, and if you didn't get a chance, he went to war with Drake London in that game, and it was a fun it was probably the most fun I've had watching a prospect film watching that game. Yeah, like you said, uh, 2020 and 2021, he played for Colorado. Uh, and he was he did have last in 2021 that season, he had 53 tackles, including five for a loss, uh, five pass deflections, no interceptions. But this last year for Oregon, 50 tackles, four interceptions. He must have returned. He didn't know. He didn't have one for return for a touchdown. But he had a lot of return yardage on his, though. Seven pass deflections. So, I mean, he's just a lot of fun to watch. Let's dive right into him. Tyler, man. What skills does he possess that is going to make him successful at the next level? I don't I don't use hyperbole when I talk about these guys unless it's somebody I absolutely love. Like I'll talk hyperbole with Tank Dell because that's one of the best names in the history of college football. Yes. Uh, but uh, Christian Gonzalez, in the time I've been doing this, is the smoothest cover corner I've watched. And I don't think he's the best cover corner I've watched. I would still probably give that to Patrick Sertan the second. Um, and act no, sorry. I had Caleb Farley graded higher that year, and I'm very sad that he never really was able to reach his potential. But right, what what's really interesting about Gonzalez? Everything he does is just smooth, very fluid hips, just moves so gracefully on the field, and is able to mirror receivers very easily. And I, you know, we talked about the matchup against Drake London. London beat him multiple times, but Gonzalez made him earn every inch, every yard every little bit of separation and we know Drake London he uses his body and positioning he really plays football like a power forward because he's able to create space when nothing's there and he was able to do that against Gonzalez but Gonzalez made him work way harder for it than anybody else that he faced in 2021 and that's that's kind of what I really like about him he's always there he's he's like that that annoying little cousin at Christmas that just is always pulling on your shirt and wants to play. <laughs> hey, can we go play? Hey, can we go play? No, this is what Gonzalez is. He's always going to be there. He's going to be um, able to just get in your grill. He is very fluid in man. I think I'd prefer him more in like a zone, um, something that runs a lot of like cover one, cover three, uh, where he can just drop and he can read the quarterback and maybe like uh, – the Vikings just hired Brian Flores and I've been diving into that defense, like some man match. I think it would be really, really nice for what Christian Gonzalez offers. Um, I think everything that he brings to the table is at such a good level. There's nothing that he does. That's 
like below, like above average. And I think when you talk about a prospect, you want to draft high, you want to have a high floor, but he also has a high ceiling because of how smooth he is. He has excellent ball skills and all the little nuances he brings to the game. I, I really appreciate what kind of prospect he is and what kind of NFL player he can become because those skills will translate to the next level. Those are things that I noticed the, the um, like you said, how he, he shadows, he's, he's his flexibility, change of direction, his feet, his footwork is insanely quick. Like he just, he is able to mimic what a wide receiver does. And it was very impressive watching him when he was man on man, man to man, whatever you call it. Sorry about yeah. that. And he, he's not afraid to get up and do press coverage either, which is something you don't see a lot of in college. Um, I do think he, I did like him a little bit better in zone coverage as well. I like his instincts. Uh, he reads quarterbacks well. You know, he moves around in coverage real well. I mean, it's just, he, he is a lot of fun to watch. Very, I thought the versatility was very impressive. A guy that could definitely start from day one. So do you see any weaknesses? I I didn't. <laughs> I know um, it sounds crazy, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, the one thing that I had a little concern with, I, I especially saw in the Drake London game, I think that he could be a lot better when it comes to physicality and dealing with those right. bigger guys. I think he can get overpowered and knocked off balance. One of the things that helps him, kind of with that he's got great recovery skills and his Mm -hmm. length and size and his ability to attack the football really helps offset that a little bit but if he were to go up against the dk metcalf i would i would be concerned having him on the outside because metcalf could just bully him right at the line of scrimmage and then run past him um i i wanted to get a little stronger especially in the upper body use his hands in a smarter way really get that punch in get underneath those shoulder pads and knock the receiver off balance before uh, he gets taken advantage of, and if he's able to do that, I think he'll be just fine. All right now, you mentioned the the grading. Where where do you have him against Sauce Gardner like last year? Like, how do you compare him? He graded higher than Sauce, or he did not grade higher than Sauce. Um, okay, I can't remember offhand where I had Sauce. Sauce was my cornerback one. I was not a Derek Stingley Jr. fan. Um, I right. was. I had a lot of concerns with his time off. I had a lot of concerns with how far he had fallen off. Because he went from being like looking like a can't miss prospect to, hey, is this guy playable in his rookie year? Like there was just such a fall from grace for him. Um, it was. He, yeah. Christian Gonzalez, I have his scouting report pulled up so I can reference it. He got an 87.1 for me. He is currently my cornerback. I will say that it's, it's very, very close because he, Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon, Joey Porter Jr. is at 87. Witherspoon's at 86.8. So all three of those guys are within 0.3 of each other. And Cam Smith's just creeping up on him at 86.5. And I do it out of wow. 100. They they are all very close. I think Cam Smith is the fourth of all those guys, like explicitly. If you want to order any of the top three, however, which way you want. And that's one of the reasons with this corner class, I think it's so incredibly deep. It's really going to be a pick your poison. It's not going to be drafted based off talent. It's going to be drafted based off what you want. What do you want? Do you want a guy who is going to be incredibly silky smooth in both man and zone coverage? Do you want a physically aggressive and imposing corner that's going to specialize in man coverage and Joey Porter Jr.? Or do you want a guy who can do a little bit of everything, but it has the brain of Steve Atwater just wants to murder you in the middle of the field? And that's Devin Witherspoon. Like, yeah, it, it, It's really what you want out of this corner class and not necessarily who's better. And I think that's what makes these discussions so much fun because they're all really, really good football players. I would be very happy with any of them on the Minnesota Vikings. If I had to pick one, 
I'm probably leaning Gonzalez, but with the transition to playing a very man-heavy scheme, the aggressiveness and just I want to kick you in the face element of Joey Porter Jr. really, really intrigues me. It is it is kind of fun to watch how different they are. You know, I, I can't see. Yeah, that, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I, I like Witherspoon a lot, too. He's one of those guys that just and, – and it seems like – we'll go into the mock draft database here a little bit, but – Gonzalez kind of felt like he came almost out of nowhere. Like as the season went on, you know, they started to get just a tiny bit of buzz, you know, and then all of a sudden he just was there. And I was like, whoa, hey, maybe I should check this guy out. So um, I think it's the Dan Lanning effect. I mean, just look at what happened <laughs> when Lanning left to Georgia. Keely Ringo was the top five pick, and now he's a fringe first rounder at best. And I think there's right. a lot more to do with it than just Lanning leaving. But I really think Lanning had a lot, had some to do with Keely Ringo. And I think you can credit a lot of the success of Christian Gonzalez. The mock draft database, I mean, he is everywhere. Like, <laughs> I'm going over mock drafts from the last week, and it's got anywhere from five to the Seahawks up to 19 to Tampa Bay. You know, I mean, there are any of those teams. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. rarely ever have I seen this much disparity in where he could go. But he's going to go in the first round. So is there a team you like the most out of all those? Or you oh, think that, you know, best fit in? I, I would love to see him in New England. I want to see him run a lot of, of of that like man match. I want to see him run cover one, cover three. Um, hey, Robert Sala would be great a great fit for him because I think running cover three is probably his best bet to maximize his potential. I think he can can do everything, but the problem is with somebody who can do everything. Do you want them to do everything, or do you want them to right. focus on one thing to exactly. truly make them great? I think Gonzalez, if Seattle was still running the old cover three. I think Gonzalez would have been a perfect, perfect fit for what uh, P. Carroll would w- wanted to do. And him opposite Richard Sherman would have been just a fun pairing because Gonzalez is a much better athlete than Sherman. He's got, uh, I, I'm not going to say similar length, but I think he's going to test with good arm length. Um, and obviously, you know, being 6'2", like 205, he's he's going to be just fine as far as like a, a physical frame. I had him to the Green Bay Packers at 15. They have certain thresholds and athleticism markers for a, a, basically every position, and I think he's going to meet those. Their cornerback position is still a little iffy. Um, obviously, you have Jair, who's very, very good. Uh, Eric Stokes is a big question mark. Razul Douglas is not a guy you want to rely on long term. So that's on my mock draft that came on Monday. That's that's where I had him going, and I think that's would be a really good fit as well. You don't want that, though. Come on now. <laughs> oh, personally, I don't want it. But as, a, as an analyst, I think he would be a very good fit, and it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, definitely. And do you – I always forget to ask. I should ask this before the show. Do you play IDP football or fantasy or? No? Um, I used to. Um, I okay. used to run a league uh, where we would do. Um, we would start one cornerback or one defensive back, one linebacker, and one uh, one defensive lineman. Um, and then yeah. it made it a lot of fun. Guys would hate it because oh, your IDPs <laughs> just got forty points. That's why you want them, like. Dude, why didn't your IDPs get forty points? It's equal. <laughs> um, but exactly. no, I. I don't know if I would love Gonzalez in an IDP format because while he does have really good ball skills, um, his tackling angles um, were another thing that I was just like, I don't love it. And especially as a corner, you want them to be really aggressive downhill, but if they're not taking proper angles, they're going to get beat on the outside. They're going to get beat to the inside. And that can be a real issue, especially uh, when it comes to uh, getting points in fantasy football, that's not going to be great. And you can't, 
you don't want to rely on interceptions from corners because like your top corners are getting oh, like yeah. six a yeah, year. Yeah. Um, but uh, he would be an interesting stash if you're doing like um, the one company that uh, was paired with PFF where you literally do an all 22 format where you're starting to a one guy at each position. I think he'd be fun for that. Right. Yeah. As far as IDP, yeah. I tend to stream cornerbacks and, and you look for those guys that are going to have 70 tackles. Um, he did have 50 the last couple of years, which kind of surprised me because he doesn't mm-hmm. come across as that type of a corner, like you mentioned. So yeah, I don't, yeah, as far as IDP, I'm not, not going to grab him <laughs> maybe super late or something. He, you know, typically rookies get targeted a little more. I don't think he's going to be one of those guys that gets targeted a lot and is going to get a lot of tackles. So It'd be interesting to see, though. All right, Tyler, thank you so much, man. I always love talking to you. You, I mean, you know your shit. I love it. So, all right, Tyler, tell everybody where you can find you on Twitter, what you're working on, the spiel. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at The Real Forno. Um, you can also find uh, The Vikings Wire on Twitter at The Vikings Wire. I am the managing editor for USA Today's Vikings Wire. Not only do I do everything Minnesota Vikings related, which I'll have to write up here in a second because Justin Jefferson just won Offensive Player of the Year. Um, nice. But uh, I also do all my draft content there. And I I am a betting and uh, college football writer and podcaster for Fantasy Points during the season. Um, and then I also host two podcasts. One is The Real Forno Show, Monday night, 6 p.m. on YouTube. If you don't want to catch it, you can catch the replays. And then there's also the podcast feed um, uh, with the SB Nations, the Daily Norseman. And then if you're a pro wrestling fan, I host The Good, The Bad, and The Hungy an AEW podcast for the Voice of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Um, go subscribe to our feed. We have a lot of fun. We literally just uh, we just shoot the shit on professional wrestling, and we don't take each other too seriously, but we have an immense wealth of knowledge when it comes to the sport and makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, fun. Check it out, guys. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FFPeoplesChamp, this podcast, Daily Draft, RPRT. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.